You're listening to the Digitally Irresistible Podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people. Brought to you by iCore. Each episode features someone who sheds a little more light on the ins and outs of delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. And now, here's today's guest. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. Today's featured guest is Tarn Shant. Welcome, Tarn. Morning. How are you doing, Bernie? Doing great, Tarn. I told you I was going to get you on the podcast. So I'm excited. I'm excited for this conversation. You know, Tarn, you, you have a fascinating role at iCorp. You lead a team of digital customer experience experts, engineers, and security analysts that are focused on building out the infrastructure by which we at iCore deliver customer experience services for our clients. So I'm excited to discuss how your team does this. But before we get into that, as you know, I always like to begin with uh, the backstory. Tell us a little bit about your backstory and how you got to your current role at iCore. Sure. And uh, again, Bernie, I'm excited to be on the podcast. Uh, I, I've pretty much seen every podcast that you've done uh, with iCore and uh, I think you're doing a fantastic job. So thanks Thank for all you. that you bring to the table. I started my career as an agent taking phone calls. And that's why, you know, when when we are looking at technologies to enable and help our partners, uh, agent is always in the center of the mind because I know how it feels to call for eight to 10 hours continuously in a day. Joined iCore in transformation, but more towards the business side initially, and then got the opportunity to move into technology. So over the last uh, six to seven years, I've been part of the technology group. Uh, in my previous role, I was heading uh, infrastructure and IT operations, uh, helping the business on day-to-day -day issues. Uh, and then about six months back, uh, when we did a reorg, I got the opportunity to head transformation and governance, which is my present role. The team largely focuses on three, three or four big pillars within the IT organization. Uh, the bigger one is obviously the architecture group, defining building technologies, uh, managing the infrastructure and the roadmap for that. Uh, then we've obviously got the governance team, which is responsible for change control management and also security. Uh, security, as you know, is, 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 is not a buzzword. It's a critical part of right. every organization. Uh, and, and at iCore, we are extremely focused towards making sure that whatever we do, we keep security as a paramount, as an important layer within those discussions, uh, especially while making those choices on technology. Yeah. Uh, the other big piece is change management. Uh, and change management, one is just the technology piece of it, right? Where we're trying to make changes within the organization, but the other is the cultural change, uh, driving that within the technology group and making sure everybody is part of the common story that we are trying to run here uh, is a critical piece of the organization. Okay, great. Thank you for the, the backstory. There's a lot there. And uh, boy, I wish we had time to really get into all that in more time. But what I really want to discuss with you, Tarn, in the context of, of, of this discussion is what you call the three pillars of digital transformation for the customer experience that your team is focused on. So you've said that they are the actual end customer experience, making it amazing before the end customer contacts an agent. And then also the digitization of the infrastructure that actually enables 
the customer experience. And then, of course, the third one is the agent experience. So you want to unpack each one of those three pillars for us? Sure. So the front end is where we try and deflect calls, right? Um, we are trying to help customers within that area where simple tasks can be managed by machines, right? Uh, and, and that's where the world is moving to. We all see that every day in our life, you know, you, you approach a bank, you can get on a Self-service. And, and self-service is the way to go, right? So uh, from an i standpoint, what we are working towards is always partnering with the best organizations out there to try and have purpose-built solutions, right? What we are trying to do is really look at partners who are focused towards building technologies which help in call deflection. And that's, that's one of the key pillars there, which is even before the engagement comes towards the agent. As you move towards the agent, then you have the entire infrastructure. You know, I'm extremely proud of the private cloud that we've built over the years. And it's paid us a lot of dividends from scale, from growth. It's just been that stable platform that the business was looking for. But as technology evolves, and we all know, right, uh, there is a big buzz around public cloud. Uh, yes, we want to try and have less cycles being spent on trying to manage, maintain this large infrastructure. So we are moving towards uh, a hybrid cloud. That journey started about three to four years back. And now we are trying to you know, accelerate that because we clearly see that there is a big play in being a cloud-first approach. And it's already paying dividends because we are looking at applications and partnering with, you know, the product management team who are building applications which are cloud-ready, cloud-enabled, cloud-first kind of an approach. Uh, why does this help us, right? The bigger question is, why do you want to do it? And, and, and the real reason behind that is that some of the technologies that are now available in the public cloud helps you scale and build better experience tools for your customers at a much faster clip, right? Um, so, you, so, you know, we are very clear that we want to take advantage of such technologies and make sure iCore is at the forefront when it comes to uh, being on the cutting edge of technology in general. With your background, having started your career as an agent, uh, let's make sure we speak to that. I really want to hear your thoughts on that. So we've, in every thought, in every decision that we make, we've kept the agent as a center point. And anything we do, we try and understand that, hey, how will this impact their life? How will they change uh, their day-to-day -day job profile? Um, so the agent experience, I think, though I spoke about the other two areas, but that's the most critical piece for all of us within the organization, because that's what we are focused towards. Yeah. Okay. Within that, within that, we are looking at simple tools like how do we help them in the journey when they get hired? So pretty much right at the start, we are trying to give them an experience where they can feel very close to the organization and understand that ICO brings this digital innovation on the table. The Once an agent is hired, then it's all about training the agent. So there are technologies on how do we help them train, get faster at what they're wanting to do, uh, reduce that learning curve in general. And then the last, which is the critical piece, is how do we make sure that they perform well uh, and are more productive uh, for us and for our customers? And that's where things like chatbots, knowledge management tools, uh, you know, a, a lot of QA with speech analytics, giving reverse feedback. Those are the kind of tools that we've been looking for to enhance their experience and give them the platform that they can, uh, you know, perform at a higher clip on. 
Okay, great. So we've got call deflection. We've got uh, the digitization of the infrastructure, right through through cloud, hybrid cloud, and then we've got the agent experience. So let's unpack that now in terms of the execution strategy. H- how are we doing this differently in the marketplace? What we are doing here is we are clearly defining what are the projects that we want to do in the next one year. What is our end game? What is our three-year or a five-year journey that we are trying to achieve? Where do we want to see iCore from a technology stack standpoint? You know, it's a time-consuming effort, but sure. I think it will yeah. dividend already. So, uh, so, so you're balancing so, the long-term vision along with some short-term goals as well. What yes. about what about the role of speed? What role does speed of execution play in with you and your team? So, Bernie, to be honest, the biggest reason that customers give us business is because of speed of execution, right? Because they are being challenged in trying to manage that within their large organizations and being able to be creative and, you know, make changes to the process. Uh, where That's where iCode plays in and comes in and says, hey, we can do it in a very, very short time. We can give you the results that you're looking for uh, and we can scale along with that. And, and there are many examples that I can quote, especially during COVID, we got the opportunities where we had quite a few of our customers and new logos, right? Came into, uh, came into the sales pipeline and said, hey guys, we would love to work with you. We can give you business, but can you stand up a shop of 500 people in 30 days, you know? And we were like, yes, you know, we are ready for it because we've spent this time building this infrastructure uh, where we can scale at a very quick pace. Uh, and given the fact that you know, we are in multiple geos, it helps. So I think if you if you ask me personally, speed is paramount in what we are trying to do. Uh, stability is paramount. And what we've done is we have these, whenever we are trying to define and design a new solution, we keep scale in mind. We keep ease of deployment in mind. And keeping those basic fundamental points in mind has helped us build this platform where tomorrow, if you literally tell me you need to add 2000 seats, uh, it's, it's, it's something I would say best in class when it comes to the industry, we can stand up those 2000 seats pretty much in two days. I think the, the piece of hiring and training agents takes a little longer uh, that we all understand is a different cycle, but from a technology standpoint, we are ready to go. Cool. Well, I know the other thing that you keep in mind and do a great job of is security. So you want to unpack that a little bit as well? You touched on it earlier, but let's just yeah. come back to that. Sure. And uh, it, it, it is a critical piece. I think from a security standpoint, one thing we've realized is that we need to partner with best in class. Right? Within my you know day-to-day, I would say at least every other week, I'm talking to a security vendor, understanding what the technology they bring to the table. And we've partnered with some of the top, uh, you know, magic quadrant guys within that space. And it's paid dividends because, you know, uh, I think I, I, I sleep a little better at night nowadays. Yep. So what are some examples of some of those technology partners that, that we're working with? Yeah. So, you know, without without going too, into too many technical details, but, you know, looking at the endpoint, endpoint security has been one of our critical pieces. We moved towards CrowdStrike, which is the leader in that space. Uh, then we have the firewall edge area, which is basically how the traffic comes within our environment. So we we partnered with Palo Alto. So those are few I can you know uh, pretty uh, openly talk about. Then there are some interesting things happening within under the hood 
uh, you know, which which is for uh, another long discussion around security one day. Sure, sure. Okay, uh, for another podcast, another day. <laughs> uh, Tarn, how do you and your team balance the investment in people along with the technology infrastructure? I think it's it's extremely critical for every person within that group to understand what what are we trying to achieve, right? Are they aligned to the company goals? Are they aligned to the three-year, five-year roadmap that we are drawing out? So uh, for me, it's been uh, people first, uh, trying to upskill them, give them the tools, and give them an environment where they can share their ideas and flourish. So we, I, on a regular basis, would reach out to the frontline uh, people within my group, uh, have skip levels, uh, give, give them this opportunity to be heard. And same goes for my leadership team uh, within my group, right? They, they're having their weekly calls, trying to understand the pulse on what's happening on the ground. The biggest thing, I think, as we evolve within technology, what we want to make sure is that we bridge the technological technical gaps that, we, uh, that our staff might have. And how we are doing it is by partnering with training companies, looking at training credits, trying to make sure that, hey, whenever we sign up for a new technology, my first question to that partner or the vendor is that, hey, I need proper training for my staff. I don't want to throw them uh, right in front of this technology and expect it to get delivered. Uh, because if you don't understand the technology well, you will not be able to implement and get the best benefit out of it. So people first is, is always been my mantra. And I actually love the team. And uh, we've been very lucky from an ICO standpoint to have some employees who've been with us for you know 10 to 15 to 20 years within the technology group, which is very unheard of uh, given the space and the competitive uh, landscape we are in. Well, I mean, I, I appreciate you saying that. It's Obviously, it's in our DNA as a company, right? I mean, the word irresistible is uh, prevalent on our website at icor.com. It's in the name of this podcast, the Digitally Irresistible Podcast. So, you know, an, an irresistible culture is just in our DNA. So to your point, Tarn, it's just uh, it's just paramount to uh, your strategy. Even though your strategy is a technology strategy, it's got to just put the people at the the center of that in order for it to work for us and for our customers as well. No. So. And and definitely, and I do want to mention Bernie, right? Like uh, b- before COVID, uh, at least me and the leadership team made the effort to try and travel to different hubs that we have and spend time with the people because. Yes, you know, we talk about a global world, we talk about Zoom calls, but end of the day, that one-to-one interaction, right. sitting across the table, maybe grabbing a meal, uh, that's uh, that goes a long way. And, and you know, uh, I, I truly miss that. And I'm hoping uh, as things settle down, we get to do that again again. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, that's actually a segue to my final question. And I think you know what that is, Tarn. And it's not about uh, this topic, but I always like to ask my guest, when you're not working, Tarn, what do you like to do for fun? Uh, um, the latest thing is, especially because you know, because of COVID, I, I live in a society. We have got a couple of tennis courts, so I started playing tennis. Uh, so that that's been that's been good. But at the same time, because of Jersey, you know, there are six months when you can't do that uh, given the weather. Uh, so I like to go for long walks. Uh, that's the new thing. Uh, listen to podcasts while I'm and I'm. <laughs> I'm not even just making it up for this call, but yeah, I, I do love to listen to a lot of podcasts when I'm walking because it keeps me up to date on what's happening within the environment. And they're from different, it's just not about technology. I, I kind of, you know, listen to all kinds of different uh, areas 
uh, that are available. Uh, uh, yeah, that that that's it. And you know, uh, travel and visiting new countries uh, is always a wish I think we all have. Uh, so I try and um, you know I'm looking forward to my next vacation. Fantastic, I agree. And by the way, I'm also a podcast consumer. I listen to a lot of podcasts myself, so I share that with you. It's a great way to stay in touch with a variety of different topics. Tarn, I just want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join me on this episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast. Just hearing from you briefly for this, these few minutes, just how you you and your team are approaching you know, this complex technology infrastructure and balancing it with the people side. It's really, it's refreshing. I, I think it's useful for all of us to hear it both inside the company and outside the company. So again, I just want to thank you for sharing it here today. No, thank you. Thanks for taking out the time and it's always a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people, delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. Brought to you by iCore. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss future episodes.